Welcome to this week's Energy Show. Over a million homeowners in the U.S. already have rooftop solar systems because they're able to reduce or in some cases completely eliminate their electric bill. Now, the systems that have been installed in most locations have paybacks in the range of four to eight years, and that's certainly the case here in the the Bay Area. And all around the country, people have been putting in solar because there's big incentives. Well, here in California, because of high electric rates and the 30% tax credit, you don't need any incentives. Solar just makes sense. In addition, these systems are very reliable. They just work for 25 years. Solar panels are pretty much all coming standard with 25-year warranties. And the electronics that power these systems are typically guaranteed for between 12 and a half and 25 years. And many installers also provide additional workmanship warranties. But like anything you buy or anything you install, things aren't perfect 100% of the time. Nothing's perfect. And today's show, we're going to be talking about what could possibly go wrong if you have a rooftop solar system. Now, since high school, I've been a big believer in Murphy's Law. Murphy's Law states that anything that can go wrong will go wrong. Not that I'm a pessimist, but I just have a lot of real-world experience. And in the real world, things happen. For example... There's Murphy's Law of Selective Gravitation. When an object is dropped, it will fall in such a way as to cause the greatest possible damage to itself and or other objects on which it lands. I mean, a perfect home example, you're making a a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, you got peanut butter on one side, you drop half the piece of bread, it always lands on the side with the peanut butter. In the solar industry, if we drop something when we're working on the roof, it always falls in a way that we can't get it, a piece of hardware ends up in a gutter, or a tool drops and breaks something. And by the way, solar installers are very careful about making sure they're tied in, making careful that their tools are safe, and making careful that people working below them are properly protected with, with hard hats. I digress. We're talking about Murphy's Law. We're talking about what could go wrong. And even though rooftop solar is extremely reliable, as I mentioned, we got 25-year warranties on just about everything, There's, there are things that are almost impossible to anticipate with the millions of systems that are out there, that could happen, that could affect your savings or could happen that could affect the integrity of the system or the safety of the system. Now, most of these things that happen, the vast majority, are really easy to fix and and are automatic and in most cases have no impact on the performance of the system. But there are a few low probability problems that aren't covered by the system warranty. These are, sometimes we call them black swan events. These things are just like happen right out of the blue. I mean, literally like a meteor coming and landing on your solar panel. It could happen. So what, what we're going to talk about today on the show are, are these few big things that have happened that I counsel you, you don't really have to worry about. I just want to let you know that they're out there. And then you know, probably a dozen other things, little things that, that could happen that you just want to keep an eye on. So here are the three big things that I've seen in my 15 plus years and 10,000 systems installed that could happen. And these things aren't covered by any warranty from the manufacturer of the equipment or covered by any installer. And so just know about these things. Might want to discuss them with your solar installer. Pick a solar installer that knows how to deal with them. The first one, it's a category that I call rooftop pests. These are squirrels, roof rats, pigeons, creatures that crawl on your roof and may gnaw on the wires or cause some other kind of damage to the, the solar panels and the, ele- the electronics and the wiring below. Now, keep in mind, solar panels, the glass, almost indestructible. I mean, you have to have a big branch, a really big chunk of hail, 
a huge rock falling on it. Frames, they last almost forever. But if you have an animal gnawing on the wires underneath, that could short out the system. That could cause the system to fail. And, you know, it, it could cost a $1,000 or more to send that an installer, take off the panels and fix it. What I've seen in, in a few cases, and this is all over the country, are animals build nests underneath the panels. And these nests are, are, are places for these squirrels or rats or, or pigeons to nest. And if the animals are gnawing on the wires underneath there, they could cause a short. And we've had some situations of systems that we've installed years ago where there was actually a small fire underneath and the nest burned. And, you know, the whole thing self-extinguished. The whole system safety features worked properly. But it was a pain in the neck to fix and and, uh, a little bit scary. It happens with older DC systems that don't have optimizers and microverters. There's one case that we had in Connecticut. Properly installed system, top quality panels. Everything was done right. Squirrel made a nest underneath gnawed on the wires, shorted the wires out. There was no electronics. You know, this was like eight years ago. No electronics that were going to protect it. Caused a short. Squirrel got fried. Nest burned. Tiny little fire. Broke a couple of solar panels. The fire self-extinguished because the roof is a Class A fire protection. So so everything was safe. But we had to go out. And when we looked at the system first, we thought a meteor hit the panel. Lifted up the panel. Found the remains of the squirrel's nest and things like that. So what do we do? Every year, we fix one or two systems right here in the Bay Area that have problems of nesting animals. And then the nesting animals we find out because you see pigeons flying in and out or the homeowner notices that the system output went down because some wires got burned or they just might notice something unusual in terms of squirrels on the roof. We go up there, remove the panels, clean out the, the, the squirrel, the rats, or the pigeon nest, make sure all the wiring's done, and then we want to make sure that we fix it so it doesn't happen again. There's always trees or branches nearby that the squirrels or the rats climb up. So you always have to make sure to prune the trees away from the house and make sure that there's no easy kind of highway for squirrels or, or rats to get up there. And then what we do is we put special screening material that, that allows air to ventilate underneath the panels but prevents or inhibits these squirrels or rats from, or pigeons from getting underneath. So keep key thing to remember, keep the trees trimmed. Make sure there's no branches overhanging your roof that these squirrels can kind of uh, take a shortcut up on and make sure that there's no trees like right next to your house because they'll climb up the tree, jump on the roof. And, and if you have that situation, you already have squirrels on the, your roof, you want to do something about it. And if you are thinking about solar, just make sure that you have that screening around it if there's a lot of animals on the roof. Pigeons, more annoying than anything. We've seen it happen several times on older barrel tile roofs where there's gaps and you just have to put screening in it. Never seen a problem caused by pigeons. It's just kind of annoying. Now, second problem we've, we've seen permanent damage to the solar panel glass because of something that's done wrong. Now, ordinary dirt and grime on the solar panels, no problem. Easy to clean. A strong rain washes it off. No problem. If your panels are really dirty, you can wash it with a soft brush and a soap solution. Never hose them off or you call your installer to take care of it. But a couple situations that I've seen. One, painters painted the house and oversprayed the panels with paint. And you got paint on the glass. Really, really hard to take off. If you scrape it, you may damage the anti-reflective coating on the glass. And sometimes the glass has a little texture finish and it's hard to get the paint out. So be really careful. Make sure that your painter completely masks those panels. Second thing I've seen, similar, is people would clean the panels by hosing them off with water from the hose. That sounds good because there's lots of clean water coming there, but places have minerals in the water. And those minerals deposit on the glass. The glass is hot. 
the water evaporates, the minerals are there, and it's really hard to get those minerals out. So that's the second thing to, to watch out for. The third thing I've seen where it's a problem, watch out, is when people install completely non-standard panels, and then the panels have a problem. I remember going back 10, 15 years, the company was making triangular panels. Very, very cool. looked good. But if one of those triangular panels went out or one of the rectangular ones that was next to it went out, very, very hard to replace. More common, I've seen BIPV shingles. These are solar shingles. Lots of companies made these things. They worked initially. But in some cases, these BIPV shingles kind of went bad. And now you have a roof with shingles, and it's hard to figure out which one's bad, and you can't replace it. So basically, you have to, there's really nothing you can do. You may be able to find the bad one and jump it and bypass it, but it's almost impossible to replace because sometimes these companies go out of business or big companies that had these products are no longer manufacturing or selling them. Certainly, they'll they'll still be there supporting them in some cases, but there's nothing you can do. That's what I really like about standard 60-cell rectangular panels. They've been making them for 10 years. They'll be making them 10 years from now. If there's a problem, yes, the panels that you get 10 years from now are going to be more efficient, whatever, but there are ways to install that on your system if there's ever a problem, even if the manufacturer goes bankrupt. So I'm a big fan of getting something that's that's really standardized. So we're talking about things that could happen to a solar system. Systems are incredibly reliable. They're guaranteed for 25 years, but things could happen. So in this segment, we're going to talk about some of the things that could happen that you really don't have to worry about. So first thing, bad solar panels. That's what people kind of worry about. It's like, oh, is my solar panel still going to work? The answer is there's almost never, ever a case where solar panels actually go bad, where they become defective. These are solid-state devices, tempered glass on the front, aluminum frames, durable wiring, silicon. There's no moving parts, completely sealed. They're just designed to work at 80% of their original output for 25 years. And they'll, they'll work for 30 or 40 years in almost every single case. But once in a while, once in a blue moon, once in like 100,000 solar panels or more, sometimes there's a problem. And the problem is usually with an entire production run of some components. Maybe a bad diode. Maybe there was a, an, a, a manufacturer that wasn't doing something properly on the assembly line. And in that case, you may just get a batch of bad panels. And manufacturers find out about this pretty quickly. And then there's usually a recall. As long as... Your system has microinverters or optimizers. It's pretty easy to diagnose these things because you just say, hey, we got, we got 20 panels on the roof and 19 of them are putting out 200 watts and one of them's putting out 50 watts. We've got a problem. So with the right kind of electronics and an installer that m- monitors these things, easy to diagnose. And then the manufacturers provide replacement panels and the installer replaces them, usually at absolutely no cost to the installer. So bad panels Don't worry about it. I was never, ever, ever see it happen. Second, inverters. That's the electronics. Now, the electronics, there's some active components in there. Now, there's no moving parts, but typically those aren't going to last as long as the solar panels. Typical warranty period on solar panel electronics, on inverters, is 12 and a half years for a standard string inverter. That's the thing that kind of plunks on the outside of your wall near your garage or inside your house. It's a big rectangular box, like the size of a microwave. And typically 25 years for microinverters and optimizers that are built in onto the back of the panel or attached to the back of the panel. Now, in my experience, I kind of look at the warranty periods offered by the manufacturers. And certainly in the case of string inverters that I've been installing since 2001, the duration that the inverters last is typically twice the warranty period. 
2001, we started putting in inverters that had a five-year warranty. This was really early in the, the solar industry. And they would last 10 years. So you know, 2009, 10, 11, 12, I started doing some replacements on these things. And we're still at Cinnamon Solar regularly replacing these inverters. Then the warranties increased to 10 years, and now the warranty period is about 12 and a half years. You can get an extended warranty on inverters if you want. That may be a good thing if you're looking at peace of mind, and that way you get the inverter warranty of 25 years, and that'll match up with the panel warranty, and then there's really almost nothing to worry about. Uh, Sometimes, occasionally, and some manufacturers are better than others, but sometimes occasionally an inverter will fail during the warranty period. Current warranty period is 12 and a half years, maybe five years from now. Uh, A fan breaks inside the inverter or a piece of electronics goes. You know that your system's not working because the operating light's off or the monitoring says, hey, there's a problem. Easy to fix. Manufacturers, in my experience, always provide replacement inverters fairly quickly. And they also offset the installer's labor cost to replace it. So inverter replacements, no big deal. Almost all installers do this. Even if your system was installed by an installer that's not responsive or ducking or no longer in business, companies like Cinnamon Solar that are local know how to replace these things. Not a big deal. Third thing to worry about are roof leaks. Obviously, you want to make sure that those 30, 40, 50 holes that are put in the roof to attach the solar mounting points to the roof are done really, really well. And trained installers know how to do this. There are industry standards on how to do this. And the standard is to install flashings between the solar roof mount and the roof material. So those flashings minimize the possibility of water getting into the little hole that the lag screw makes. And the second thing, which is really important, is making sure that the installer's crews are trained and follow the proper procedure to make sure that those lag screws go into a rafter. Because if you take that four and a half inch lag screw and put it into the regular part of the roof where there's no rafter, it just goes into the shingle and the sheathing, it doesn't have anything to bite into. So in the wind, the thing's going to loosen up and you're going to get a hole that gets bigger and bigger and you're going to eventually get a leak. That's why it's so important to make sure that your installer hits the rafters and is a trained installer that's not rushing. Because I've seen cases where installers are rushing through jobs, a crew has to get two jobs done in one day, and if they miss a few rafters, nobody's going to know for years. They're going to be working at a different company, and the homeowner's going to kind of be stuck with damage. So, easy to prevent roof leaks two ways. A, one, make sure that your installer uses flashings. And in my experience, almost all flashings are, are good. Of I'm trying to think back. I don't think I've ever seen a leak of a system where there was a flashing installed properly. And the second thing is make sure that crews are hitting rafters and that they're trained crews and not just subcontractors that are banging the job out. All right. So those are things that that shouldn't happen anymore if you you bring on board the right kind of installer. Bad panels, bad inverters, roof leaks, non-issue. They'll be taken care of or they just won't happen. Now, there are some things that are going to happen that are almost never serious, but I just want to kind of point them out. Here's a little known fact about the solar industry, about the residential solar industry. And even people in the solar industry don't know this in general. Only installers know. The by far and away, the most common customer service concern, customer service issue, reason why a a homeowner would call up his solar company and say, hey, there's a problem, is when the monitoring of the system goes bad. So this is electronic monitoring. It's based on your home's internet connection or based on a cellular connection. It's based on little wires that are on the roof. It's based on all kinds of funky IP addresses and internet connections and and cable modem configurations. And and it's, it's tricky. So common 
and, and I would say in a fairly high percentage of the cases, 10% or more, that the monitoring flakes out for a few hours or a few days or somebody moves a, a connection, changes internet providers, puts a new router in the house, things like that, system flakes out. So it's annoying. It's annoying to the homeowner because they can't see the monitoring. It's annoying to the installer because it's not, not anything they did, but it happens. So that's the number one issue. Keep in mind that your system's still functioning. You're not losing any output at all because the inverters, whether they're optimizers, microinverters, string inverters, they're still cranking out the power, even though you might not see it at the very instant. So don't worry about the monitoring. Let your installer know. They'll give you some advice on how to fix it. And if it is a hardware problem, which it almost never, ever, ever happens, um, your installer will take care of it. Second thing, not a big deal, small impact, soiling. This is when panels get dirty. Everybody's panels get dirty. Sometimes a little bit, they may look a little dusty, Really, there's only about a 5% output drop. If your panels get very dirty, you're in a dusty area, it's not raining, then get your panels cleaned. Clean them properly. Don't hose them off. Use a soap solution or call your installer and they'll be able to help you out with that. Next next thing that could happen, and we get calls like this at Cinnamon Solar occasionally, that the solar installer that did your job disappeared. It's not responding. You can still get warranty service on the equipment that was installed. The, the panels are 25-year warranties. The inverters are 10 to 25 years. It's tough to get service on mistakes that the installers made. So we get calls by people and say, hey, our installer didn't use flashings, or they missed rafters, or this thing is loose, and they're not there anymore. Can you fix it? We have to go out and fix it. Sometimes it's kind of tricky. But you can always get service on that. Another thing that could happen is that you get less energy output than you expected. Now, it's important that you qualify this and you make sure that we're talking about the kilowatt hour energy output. This is the energy, not the cost, not the power. And usually the reason why you may be disappointed in your energy output, if you're tracking that, is that the installer salesperson may have made optimistic assumptions about the energy output. They may have ignored some shading is there. They may have assumed that your roof is really facing south, when in reality, it may be facing west or east or even north. Um, so they, they, or they may not have made provisions for soiling. You might be in a dusty area. They assume that the panels are always kept 100% clean. Reality, they're going to be 5, five to 10% dirty. That's what we assume. So what could happen is you get optimistic assumptions, and therefore the energy output is a little lower than you expect. Another thing that happens is you get lower dollar savings than you expect. If you get lower energy output, you're going to get lower dollar savings. Sometimes people don't understand how net metering works, and they get a big bill 12 months after the system was installed or 13 months. That's the true-up bill. They didn't expect that. Most systems are installed where they're not going to handle 100% of the energy, just 50 to 60 70%. So that balance hits on the 12-month anniversary of your system. More common is that some, some companies may make inappropriate or incorrect financial modeling assumptions. They may use aggressive energy rate escalations. They may say average utility rates are going to re- increase by 6 or 7%. And maybe what will happen for you is they didn't increase at all or they only increased 2 or 3%. Or they may not explain that some of their financing programs like leases and PPAs have escalation rates that your payments are going to go up 3% every year. So that's something to keep in mind. So those are some things to just be aware of. But I would say in in the vast majority of cases, 99.99% of the time, don't sweat the small stuff. Your solar system is going to work. It's guaranteed for 25 years. It's going to get a little dirty or dusty. Rain will clear that off. Make sure no animals are crawling around on the roof or anything like that. If the monitoring drops out for a while, wait a day, see if it comes back, call your installer, check your internet connection. If your inverter conks out, call your installer. They'll be able to take care of it quickly. 
and work with an experienced installer that also provides maintenance services. So find somebody that's been in business for a while that has seen these problems and can support your system for 10, 25 years or so. So that's all the time we have on this week's Energy Show. Thanks to all of our listeners for tuning in. And if you missed any of today's show, you can always go to our website at cinnamonsolar.com and listen to the podcasts.